Hi, and welcome to Gay Out the City. I'm your host, Prince Electro Diamond, and today I just want to give a trigger warning before this podcast starts. If you are someone who is like very triggered by suicide or suicidal talk, I would not recommend listening to this podcast because today I'm going to talk about when I was suicidal. And kind of my experiences of like surviving and being alive today. So, as I've said before on this podcast, I was depressed for many, many, many years. And through that, my depression kind of actually turned to anger. So, with that, eventually, I should say with that. Living life through and being depressed, I kind of always had resentment towards people, which I've said before. And with that, eventually there got to be a point where I just was in college fucking hating what I was doing. I went to college because everyone said you have to right after high school. It's like you have to go to college and get a degree. Which, it just, it's not for everybody. College is definitely not for everybody. So, with that, I was just sad. Like, I was depressed every day. Because... In truth, I didn't want to go to college. I wanted to be a musician. Like, I wanted to be an entertainer. But that really doesn't work when you live in Florida. If I lived in New York, I probably would have had... I might have had some depression because of the, like, rejection. But I would have at least been able to, like, go to Broadway and audition for shows. Or, like, go to this club, go to that club and audition. That isn't really a thing when you grow up in a small town in Florida. So, eventually, I just didn't know who I was, and I didn't see a point in living anymore, because I didn't feel like I was living, I felt more like I was existing. I was just existing on this planet that we call Earth with no real fucking focus. And I just remember the moment. I was literally sitting outside my dad's house, crying my eyes out, sitting by the pool. And I was just going to jump in to the pool, hold my breath for as long as I could, and hope it killed me. Because it's just so hard just existing with no purpose. 
And that's why when people say suicide is a very selfish thing, you don't fucking know what it's like for the person on the other side. They might not see a better light. And you may say, oh, there's always a better light at the end of the tunnel. Sometimes life sucks. Life fucking sucks. And that's why people commit suicide. Because it's like, if you don't see things getting better at some point, people will, like, take their own life. I'm not mad at people who commit suicide. I feel sad for them. And that's the difference in reaction to people. Like, I feel sad that they never got to see the light at the end of the tunnel. Because, obviously, I've been there. And... So, going back to when I was going to do this, I remember I was sitting out by the pool, and I had to call my sister, because I was just crying and crying and crying. I didn't want to do it. I wanted somebody to, like, stop me, because... That's the one thing that I can say is, like, good about me and my suicidal attempts. I never really wanted to die. I kind of just wanted to end what I was in. And for some people, death is the only way to do that. I honestly was looking for a better life because... It's just, as I said, life gets hard, and as an entertainer, that's probably, like, the hardest job. It's not the hardest job in terms of, like, how you have to perform and stuff, because you love doing it. It's the hardest road because you want this for yourself, but the doors are so often closed in your fucking face and you just you can have a thick skin but sometimes like you're human so like you want to break down and be like fuck what is like what am I doing like I want this, millions of people want this, but, like, not everybody can make it, and it's hard, because, like, if I had gotten a gig in, like, if I just got a gig in, like, New York, if I was in New York, and, like, I was performing at a smaller venue, I probably would be happy just performing at a small venue all the time because I realize that, that like doing that brings me happiness but when you grow up in a small town and there's nothing and there are not there's not a single fucking performer like you you can't just 
go into a bar and be like, yes, I'm here, I'm fabulous, I'm wearing a wig, I'm wearing a bodysuit, I'm wearing heels, just put me on stage, and I'll perform and sing the house down. Because if you try and do that, they're going to look at you like you're fucking crazy. Because they don't want that. They want calm, smooth, easy listening acts. Fuck that. Like, fuck that. No. I'm not that kind of performer. I'm high energy. I am going to sing the house down and I'm going to dance my heart out when I perform. That's just how I am. So, anyway, going back to the time of suicidal. So I called my sister and, like, I was, like, bawling, crying on the phone because, as I said, you get to a point where it's like you're in that situation and you just I wanted something different because I know that like I got to a point and I said it where I basically said fuck it I'm done with college because I couldn't do it like it's just to me the studying and all that it's like stuff you have to do but it's like I would have rather been writing music I would have rather been making beats. Like, I would rather do something that brings me joy than something that, like, brings me misery. And I feel like some people just don't get that. And I get it. It's hard to make money being an entertainer. I understand that. And you put money into it. I get it. But nothing else is going to make me complete in this world unless I am entertaining or doing something. Well, no, entertaining. Whether it be performing, doing this podcast, doing podcasts with other people. There's something to where I have to feel like I'm doing something that has, like, purpose in this world. Because doing a normal 9 to 5, that that's not the gig. Like, that's just, oh, I have to make money, but that's not how I want to live my life. I don't want to, like, constantly be, be there forever. That's probably why, like, I honestly haven't held a job more than three years. And it's because... Especially working in, like, the service industry, like, the food service industry. That's all those jobs are meant to be. They're not meant to be, like, forever jobs. Because you eventually have to deal with the same bullshit everywhere. So it's like, you put in your three years, then you exit stage left. So, with that... As you probably know if you've been listening to this podcast, the story is I eventually about 
I want to say about two years after that, I quit college. Thank God. And I moved to Orlando. And I got a degree in audio engineering and music production. And while I was doing that, I was out performing. But it wasn't until, like, towards the end of my first year in Orlando that I started performing as Prince Electro Diamond and haven't stopped. When I perform, I still perform as Prince Electro Diamond, still get up in whatever. Because my fashion has changed. Before I went from wearing boas and wigs and like a black shirt and black pants to wearing a t-shirt and black pants and then now I'm doing the bodysuits, which I love. I love getting to do this, and I love not wearing pants, because I fucking hate it. Like, if I could walk around in a bodysuit, and no pants, and a wig, and, like, that be acceptable, I would fucking do it every day. Because, ugh. Such a pain in the ass, like, having to get dressed in the morning. Anyway... (laughs) Um, so, with that, I got to, eventually, I graduated, and I came to the second point where I was trying to make a decision. I was trying to move to Atlanta, and basically, I couldn't make stuff work there. Because I was, like, chasing this scam recording company. And from that, it was just, they sounded like they wanted to make my dreams come true. But they wanted me to have to pay for it. And it's almost like, why am I the one who has to pay for it. You guys should be, like, paying me. Because that's how record companies work, at least as far as I knew. A lot of people try and tell you that's not how it works. I mean, yes. If you're working for, like, if you're doing your own independent recordings, yeah, you gotta pay for studio time and all that and pay to like have somebody master everything but you shouldn't have to pay to like be an artist or you shouldn't have to pay to be a songwriter that was the other thing that confused me they wanted me to pay to write songs for them I'm like what the fuck you wanna pay me you want me to pay you to to, um, be a songwriter? Like, what? I'm confused. So, as I was in Atlanta, I probably wasn't as, like, 
sad as I was the first time, but I did have the thought of what if it all ended now? Like, would I be, well, I couldn't say would I be happier if I was dead because I'd be dead, so I wouldn't have any emotion, but with that, I didn't have, like, a plan as I did the first time, but I will say as someone who just is in this world suicidal, or who has been suicidal, I can just say this. I know that I probably might be suicidal again. But am I going to go through with it? Probably not. Because, well, actually, I shouldn't say that. I don't know. But we live in a world that, like, stigmatizes suicide. And I feel like that's not the right approach. Because, yes, obviously, you shouldn't want to commit suicide. But if you do... Like, a lot of people say seek treatment. Well, as someone who seeks treatment, who, who seeks treatment, who has seeks treatment before, for, at that time, quote-unquote, being suicidal, clearly it doesn't work, because I went to a place... That was trying to, like, treat me for being suicidal. And about four or five months later, I actually was. So, maybe it's that I got bad treatment. That could be entirely possible. But I don't know if keeping people here who don't want to be here is the right way to go. And some people talk about when people who are suicidal have kids. Like, what about their children? Listen, I'm not, like, someone who's, like, pro-kids and want to have kids. Because, to me, kids sound like a buzzkill. But, if somebody has kids, they might have a kid and realize, oh shit, I don't want this. And the world makes you feel like an asshole when you give up your kids for adoption. But sometimes that's the best thing for you. Not everybody in this world is meant to be a parent. Just like not everybody in this world is meant to be straight. Like we need diversity in this world in order to exist. And for all the idiots who are out there saying, no, 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 that's not right. We're all supposed to be the same. All just procreating, like it said in the Bible. Newsflash. The Bible was written years and years and years ago. It is not something that should be applied to modern day life. Because newsflash, 
when they were talking about killing people, they were talking about killing people with, like, swords. They didn't have guns. They didn't have population problems. They didn't have fucking global warming back then. They had no idea what the world was going to turn out like in current times. So, for people who have been suicidal or are suicidal now, maybe you can listen to this podcast and I don't I don't want to say this because it makes me sound like I have a god complex but like hopefully it changes your mind because I will say if you're young and you're suicidal let me tell you this it will get better it won't be perfect. It won't be like sunshine, lollipops, and rainbows, but it'll get a little bit better. It will, or maybe it will stay the same, but you'll find something else that will take you on a new path and make you feel better about yourself because sometimes you can't just go down one path in life. You can't go down the path that everybody else does because if you go down the path that everybody else does, we wouldn't have anything to enjoy. Like, if you just went to college, became a doctor and a lawyer, we wouldn't have entertainers if everybody just went the the easy path and just went and did, like, schooling. And some people say... Well, doctors have to go to school, and doctor's work is very hard. It is not as fucking hard to be a doctor as it is to be an entertainer. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. So that's why when people ask why entertainers get to make millions and millions eventually, it's because they had to work their ass off for it. And you have to be told, no, 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 again, 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 and again, and you can't stop. You can't give up. That's what a lot of people want you to do in this world. They want you to give up and just settle for being among the quote-unquote commoners. And I will say to that, fuck that. No. I will not ever become... Just a boring person who sits at home. I will always put on a wig and heels. And the moment I can't stop, I can't do that anymore, take me out. I am saying that now. The minute I cannot put on a wig and heels and go out and perform or put on a wig and heels and sit in my fucking house, take me out then. Because I don't want to be here with that. I don't want to be here to just live a normal sort of like mundane life. Because to me, that is not living. To me, that is taking up space on this planet. 
and is contributing to climate change. So, some people may say that's selfish, but look. If everyone, like, ages naturally and just, like, lives on this earth forever until they die, eventually what happens is the world's gonna explode. Not the world. The planet, Earth, is going to explode. Because of all these extra people that are here that have already, like, had their time. And I know that sounds kind of dark, but, I mean, as they say, growing old isn't for wimps. Well, eventually, you need to grow old. And die. That's a circle of life. Anyway, with that, I'm going to end this podcast. This is Gay Out the City. I'm your host, Prince Electro Diamond, and I hope you've enjoyed. <laughs>